Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Maureen. I'm Tiffany. I'm Josh. And tonight, we are talking about an oldie but a goodie, an old favorite of mine, a new favorite for hopefully some of you. If you have not seen the show, you better hurry, because it's coming off of Netflix in what, September, right? Oh, wow. I think it's, I, isn't that in our group that it's coming off of Netflix? You know what, but I did see that. It's Shit's Creek. We're talking Shit's Creek tonight. We're talking about, we're talking about 10 of our favorite scenes, okay? Now, the reason I'm just saying it like that specifically is because I don't know how you can narrow down 10 favorite scenes in the six years that the show was on you can't it's impossible i tried really hard i did and i came up with over double that amount and that wasn't even listing all of my favorite scenes so what i did with my list is this is just 10 scenes and then plus an additional 13 that just made me laugh out loud that's that's what my list is <laughs> so we're gonna jump right in again mine are in no specific order i don't know did you guys have josh has a number one but Tim, yeah, have you able to put yours in any order <laughs> Because you have almost I tried, but it didn't go very well. <laughs> yeah, see, when I was listing these out, I, I literally, I was like, you know, I started writing them out, and I'm like, how do I, how do I assign a number to this? And I'm like, okay, well, that was good, but this, oh god, and so I, yeah. I just threw them out. I just, I did. So I've got them. <laughs> I tried, but then, like, I think of another scene, and I'm like, oh wait, no, that one's just as funny. Oh wait, no, that one's just as funny as that one. And it, I mean, I'll tell you one thing about the show before we dig into it is. They did a fantastic job writing a through and through hilariously brilliant show. I mean, when I started watching it a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, it was before we had our group and I was watching it. I thought I I have to stop this. My husband has to see this. And I was reading a lot of stories online. And that's how a lot of people started watching the show is that they stopped watching it to say, so-and-so has to watch this with me. This person has to see the show. They're going to love it. And it, like, it goes through a multitude of generations. It goes through a multitude of people groups. And it goes through a multitude of even religious to non-religious people. Love this show. Like, it's just so good. The writing is so good that I I honestly, I could not narrow this list down if I tried. And I could not order them. Because I just think every year it just got, it got better, but it got better in layers. So I, I know some people that, like, don't watch a lot of sitcoms or that kind of stuff, you know don't watch much tv but yeah they were talking about Shit's creek and i was like oh okay so this has got to be that good and when i started watching i was like okay i got it too yeah. it, it took me a minute to kind of get the mm-hmm. feel of the show yeah, because i'm like I, and i saw it on netflix too you know i didn't watch it you know when it was airing on you know in any well i guess it went straight to where did it originally run was it originally straight to i caught it on netflix I'm not, i think it was on cbc at first wasn't it i don't think it was u.s based at first i think it was yeah, just CBC. I, I think you're right so it, it was funny because it did have a bit of an odd kind of it, like this is normal, but there's something a little different to it. And then of course it was Netflix, so there was you know like every once in a while there was an F word here and there, and it was kind of a little funny. And then it was like, okay, well that was well placed, but yes. it was like, where did this originally run again? You know, it was like, how did, did yeah, they just no that? way this show would have ran in the U.S. on regular television. Right? Yeah, it was like, that. how did that work? But you know, it was it was kind of funny. It was, it was, and I don't, the, a lot of the vocabulary that they use, like the F word, that's not in my everyday vocabulary. I, I don't sure. say that word at all anymore, but the way they put it, like when they say it, 
it's not like they just put it in like there's some shows on like netflix or like that aren't put on regular syndication that will just throw it in there like candy but yeah. they like they were they were the writing was so good that even that word itself was strategically placed yeah and it's like they saved it up for the right moment and every time it's, they say it i laugh really hard it, it just wasn't offensive no. <laughs> you know I mean? they got the point across in a very very funny way <laughs> The characters, how Daniel Levy came up, because I think Daniel Levy wrote it, right? And then his dad didn't help him write it. Daniel wrote it on his own, didn't he? And then I think later on in the seasons, I think his dad helped, maybe. Oh, wow. But I think Daniel Levy wrote the show. And the, just these characters that are so visceral. And I just watched the scene the other day of Moira saying to David, don't be such a disgruntled pelican, David. <laughs> and it's crazy to watch the bloopers because she'll go, Catherine O'Hara will go from her Moira accent in scene, and then she'll screw up, and then she'll go right back to her regular accent. And it's so odd oh, that's to watch awesome. that transition play out. So let's dig in. We're gonna. I'm gonna start at number ten. And again, remember, no particular order for me, none whatsoever. These are equally funny to me. All twenty three of mine are equally funny. This one, well, actually, no. I just realized I can't put this one at number ten. This one is my number one. Shoot. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna no, reverse it. Okay, so fine. I do have a number one. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the first one i'm going to mention is the funeral for bob's brother <laughs> when he's describing it's and this is the this is the other way they are so brilliant at writing that they make really terrible things funny they're describing how he died and it's very obviously a suicide and you don't want to laugh because it's not funny but the way bob is it's bob's reaction to it is so funny like it was a freak accident what was it bob was it but the reason it's it's on my list is because when they ask moira to sing at the end <laughs> and she's singing oh danny boy and then you oh just boy. see eugene next to her calmly just eating a sandwich <laughs> what for, moira's doing her thing and i watched the bloopers of that one and there are so many bloopers of that one scene <laughs> that they cannot hold it together while she's singing that because she's doing that she holds the o for like 20 minutes and then it's silent and then it pans over to the crowd and they're all just going <laughs> waiting for the next note to hit and then she slowly pulls it in and the whole time you i just called him eugene like four times <laughs> johnny is just eating a sandwich looking at it take a bite the whole like like this is totally everyday normal for him and it's just it's so funny well, living with that group it is pretty much everyday normal. <laughs> it's true <laughs> just another scene. yeah i, I think that they definitely have to be i'm sure there's a lot of free takes but especially when you're doing something that's supposed to be funny during a serious moment that's hard and then you're trying to not react to it in yes. a way that's different than what's written that 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 i mean hand, hats off to them <laughs> that is definitely hard. it's the same as like trying to show emotion while you're eating you know what I mean? It's just like there's a there's a scene in that movie Signs where they're kind of like all all scared and they're eating right, and it's like they're just like just crying and you can see the fear and everything else. Like like that's hard, you know that's hard. So it hats off to these guys. <laughs> they do such a good job. I love it. All right, Tiffany, what's your number ten? I have the engagement photos with David and Patrick. <laughs> I forgot and about that. Patrick's beautiful spray tan. He looks like a cheetah. <laughs> <He's> orange. <laughs> that was really funny. That was if, I really could put a, if I could find a picture and put it in, I'm going to put it right here. Okay. I'm going to put it right here. Just so people can see it. I'm going to hold my hand up for a minute so I know how long I have to hold up there. 
Josh, why you have not seen that episode. Josh thing, actually. I don't, I don't get that. You know, it's like... <laughs> you just, well, I mean, that's because related. you have color on your skin, though. Ah, uh, there you go. That's true. Casey, <laughs> uh, what nationality are you, Tiffany? Oh, I was going to say Pacey white <laughs> Irish people, but Amanda's my other Irish person. I realized I probably couldn't call you Irish. But us pasty white people, I love it. We we sometimes, especially because I mean David Rose has some color on his skin. So you put Patrick's face next to David's face in a picture with a flash. <laughs> Patrick's gonna stand out a little more. But I think he stood out way more in those engagement photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he put in, and didn't wasn't Ray the one taking the pictures? And he's like, these are great. These are great. And all you can see is Patrick's really white teeth. Just oh my gosh. <laughs> And it's probably with full flesh. Right? <laughs> you can see his neck from here up to here, and it's orange. And I wonder how much of this was David Rose and how much of it was that Daniel Levy couldn't keep a straight face. But he was smiling and laughing the whole time. And he kept like trying to like talk, say his lines, and talk to him. And he kept like having to put his finger up to his mouth the way David does because he was starting to laugh. So I don't know if that was like it was probably something he put into David Rose, but I imagine some of that was David Daniel Levy having to look. <laughs> it's Noah, right? Is his name? Mm-hmm. Having to look at Noah <laughs> with that super orange face and obnoxiously white teeth. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> that is funny. I, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Josh, what's your what's your number? Oh, my cheeks hurt already, guys. What's your number ten, Josh? Okay, so I'm gonna start. Out, I'll start off with this one, but I love the write-off when uh, when he's like, <laughs> "Where did you get all that?" Oh, it's a, it's a write-off. It's a business expense. Okay, but who's paying for it? Uh, nobody. Nobody. Write-off. <laughs> you know how this works. Poor Johnny almost had an aneurysm there. <laughs> and they're like there because of what was the original reason? It was like tax evasion, right? Or something like that. It was yeah. just like... <laughs> <laughs> because his business partner didn't pay the taxes. <laughs> the first thing, right? It's a write-off. He goes in the room. Did you buy a lamp? Yes. With what money? It's a write-off. I'm thinking about selling home lamps at the store. Like that's what? And then he bought the bed sheets. <laughs> Do you know what a write-off is? Yes, I know what it is. What is it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> how, did, how did he word what the write-off was? He said something like, um, "You buy things for a business, and then you just you write it off. Who writes it off? I don't know. The government." The government? <laughs> It's a write-off, people. Nobody, it's a write-off. Will you leave me alone? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was like, I, I saw a TikTok the other day too. I was like, I forgot somebody was showing something and like they'd bought uh, something, I don't know, frivolous or whatever else like that. And they're like, no, it's a write-off. You know, and it was the 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 voiceover <laughs> of them going on and going back and forth. I was like, very like, well played. In like one of the, I don't know if it's the first episode or like the second, but it's somewhere in there. This one of the first or second episode of the series when Johnny comes in the room and he's uh, David has face cream. So like, where did you get that from, oh, Paris? How'd you pay for it? Well, one of my cards wasn't shut off yet. <laughs> Johnny says, how are you going to pay for it? And Dan- <laughs> David said, I don't think you understand. I already have it. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's a done deal. So it's like, what are they going to do? They're just so bad with money. They so don't understand any sort of concept at all of how anything works and they make no attempt to. They don't care. I just, I want this. I get. I mean, that's that's their mindset. That was their lifestyle. You know what I mean. So it's like you, you, you know, 
<sighs> it, it's hard because they, I don't, well, not to that degree, but I know there's some people that are just kind of, you know, at the level. I've never met anybody that way, but, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> it happens. Yes. Oh, well, well, it's a good okay, so number nine for me is Moira in the Closet, part one and part two. Moira, in one of the first episodes, takes a bunch of, what is it, Valium she takes? Her laudanum, laudanum that's from long ago. But she takes a pill to relax and then goes and hides in the closet in her wig because she doesn't want to be around. So she just goes in the closet and Alexis has to try to drag her out and they take her to the tropical cafe and she's crazy. <laughs> she's saying all these things that she wants. And there are none of them are things she eat. Like she wanted like the nacho bowl with all the cheese. And Alexis just goes, No, she'll have the egg whites. <laughs> but the second time she was in the closet, there was like a fire or something, and there was smoke, and she couldn't get out of the closet. It's one of those accordion doors, and she couldn't get out of the closet. She's screaming, This is not how I go. This is not how I die. And she's freaking out. And then Roland comes in. He runs in there and saves the day. <laughs> I just like anytime Moira gets in a closet. That's hilarious. She always comes out with her wig askew and it's all, it's like, it almost looks like she's been grabbing it and pulling it because it's all like crumpled in weird places and it's all tilted. And she comes in and like her mascara and eyeliner is all smudged on her. It's just, I love, I love more when she comes out than when she's in. I love it. When she's in, she's usually under the influence of something. She comes up with some real weird stuff. She keeps oh. it all there. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, what's, what's your number nine, Tiffany? Jocelyn Sprinkle. <laughs> just the whole episode from beginning to end was absolutely hilarious that's another money one because wasn't it patrick was like um how are you paying for all this i don't know david the person who offers to do the shower is the one who pays for the shower <laughs> he's serving fish and wine and soft cheeses she can't eat any of that <laughs> I love there's one point when David is carrying the giant crawling baby pinata, which that seems like a bad idea to practice hitting a baby with a baseball bat, but sure, you know, to each his own. Bad. And so. Jocelyn goes to Patrick, this is a bad idea. And he says, yeah, probably, but we're here now. So <laughs> we make pinatas out of things we admire. So it's fine. Yes. <laughs> Another moment happens in that episode. That's my favorite where he's the game he plays is so the tic tac. In the mom's mouth. <laughs> oh, it's like, why are you so good at this game? He's like, I practiced a lot with you and your barbiturates. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Oh no, that that's that. <laughs> that was their life. See how many sleeping oh, boy. Can get in mommy's mouth. She never overdosed. So either they, well, maybe they did have really bad aim because. It's David Rose. So maybe maybe it just wasn't all that great. <laughs> what, what's your number nine, Josh? Or eight, oh, number eight. Oh, we're on nine. We're on nine. Yeah, nine. Oh, man. This is our, you know what? I, I I just saw this episode the other day, and I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, was David's double. When when they're there, they've got the little market. And uh, the oh, lady yeah. with before has that guy that looks exactly like him. And and he doesn't he doesn't get it. And she's like telling him, uh, you know, you don't see any similarity. Oh well their product does look no and then finally like afterwards he's like, Oh, and he finally <laughs> realized that the same so he confronts her and he thinks that, you know, that the two of them were in a relationship and she's like, Oh no, 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 I meant so and so and then it was it was just an absolute mess. It just 
Oh, but but it was it was good. But I just I love the fact that he didn't get it at first, and no. it's like the dude looks exactly like. Wasn't him. it his old boss who started the stand yeah. with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> was her name Wendy? Wendy. Wendy. Old name. Patrick is the one who pointed out that this guy had been canvassing their store, Rose Puff Carry, for a while now. <laughs> and and the stuff they were selling ended up being like Dollar Tree, mm-hmm. uh, and they just relabeled it. Yeah, I know. It, it, what was it? It was like, uh, uh, like those room fresheners or whatever, like that. You know, the ones that you get that are like, like gel or whatever else. Yeah. Like that. Moist <laughs> gel. That's what it's called. Moist <laughs> gel. That. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, so my number eight is a little bit Alexis. Oh gosh. Oh boy. That's on my list, it, and that was almost going to be the one I was going to say next, but I went with the double. Oh, I should have grabbed one of my own mentions. She just, I, <laughs> there's just nothing, nothing to complain about in that scene. There's just nothing. Absolutely. Especially Moira's face and Jocelyn's face while she's performing it. <laughs> Poor Moira, who, first of all, Moira has no room to pride herself on her singing because her audition for the Jazzy Gals where she scats. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that was any better than a little bit of Lexus. So when she's doing this dance, and first of all, Annie Murphy, kudos to her because she can get very low to the ground and up very quickly. Like, I don't, I don't understand how she made that leap work that way, but I would break something. There was, if I went down that low, first of all, I'm not coming back up. Certainly not that fast. So, I mean, kudos to her, but the whole time she's singing that song, Jocelyn and Moira just look horror stricken. (laughs) And the fact that she just assumed she has the job because of nepotism. (laughs) (laughs) this is just a formality i'm I'm gonna get the lead in this musical because it's my mom (laughs) i I have to say you're right though i think there was nothing i mean that that that, there was nothing wrong with this this that was perfectly comedically done but she gets up there and she starts saying and it's just this absolutely utterly ridiculous over the top and it's just like and more is just like "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And the lyrics, I mean, was coming. Oh, fun fact: Do you know they actually turned that into a song? It's on Spotify and iTunes and everything like that. I I was like, music video for it too. (laughs) Music video. You're gonna check that out after this. (laughs) You know those like you find those videos in YouTube that says images or things from this show that live rent free in my head. This is one of those things. I, I will just randomly start singing the song in my head just because it it just it lives there now. I like when Annie Murphy was on Kelly Clarkson's Clarkson's daytime show and they both performed it together. Really? Oh yeah, and you have to watch it. Kelly Clarkson sings I'm a little bit Texas. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Kelly Clarkson, but that was probably funny. I will say this, it, it definitely stands out because I was watching it and, and all of a sudden I'm like what in the world is happening? I'm like, I'm like, like literally, like I'm looking at this. I'm like, this is painful, but why can't I stop watching? This is hilarious. You know, here's the thing. Like, I also love The Office. Like, I I love The Office. I think people who don't watch The Office are insane. So don't tell me if you don't want. Well, actually, I kind of want to. Do you guys watch The Office? Yeah. Okay, good. So I love it. And I, I don't understand people who don't love it. But there are times when Michael Scott makes me so uncomfortable, I have to look away from the screen. Oh, yeah. This show makes me super uncomfortable sometimes, but I can't look away from the screen. Yeah, no, no. And see, and that's when you know you've written something good because 
it's not for the instant reaction, mm-hmm. but for the lasting memory yes. or the lasting re- the impact that it makes. There's there's episodes of like The Office and and very much in this show too, where you watch it, it's like it reminds me of do you all remember that movie Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. <laughs> it's like you're sitting there watching this thing. You go, what am I doing with my life? What is this? What, what I you know is this what life is coming now? Why am I watching this? And then you sit back just thinking about it, you start laughing, and I feel. Like, this show has tons of those Absolutely. moments. I love that. I love And you that. want to keep returning to it. Yep. Tiffany, <laughs> right, what's your number eight? When Alexis gets lice. <laughs> I love she has to go to Ted to help her get the lice out. And she comes up with this crazy story about a friend that has lice from a dog. <laughs> Can she use dog lice shampoo? No. <laughs> And then Ted's like picking him out of her hair. Oh, this is fine. This isn't gross. Oh, that one's huge. It's gross now. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he, didn't he say, oh, there's some big fellas in there. And she was like, Ted. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, except for that one. That one's great. Nope. It's okay. That I'm was just kidding. the mama. We got it. <laughs> I remember that. And then when she's in the hotel room, scratch her head and she's like, no one, they don't have lice. And he's like, David's like, you, you have lice. You have the lice. <laughs> He shows up into the diner with the plastic under his cap hoodie or his cap hat. <laughs> it's such a good episode. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Josh, what's your number eight? At that, that was the the Lexus. That's where it was at. So I was the Lexus. Yes. Okay, my number seven is. <laughs> I don't even know if Josh has seen this yet. But when Josh, Jocelyn takes all the uh, Jazzigals to that concert and she gets ripped. Yes, I know exactly. Yes, I have seen that. And That's then awesome. she chops off all of her hair. And she has some painting in the end. <laughs> and this is like, I don't know if you remember me, but <laughs> my hair was different than the bus driver. <laughs> she... All the girls, the trip was canceled. All the girls were so sad, but Jocelyn came there and her poison was, it was poison, right? That was the band that they wanted to go see. She came there, their poison shirt, her jeans, her jean skirt, and all the girls were like, oh, sorry, we can't go. No, I have been home alone with this baby. We are going and we are going to go do something. And they would, who was the concert? Was it the Wiggles or Teletubbies or something yeah, like that? Wiggles. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> she got her giant drink. She's stoned out of her gourd. <laughs> But she's starts so you want to change so she wants to feel youthful and then she comes in with that awful awful haircut that haircut is so bad <laughs> i still remember hearing her say oh i got a whole container full of funny brownies and like just like nonchalant like nothing was different or odd about that at all everybody was just cool about it and i'm thinking this ain't gonna end well. <laughs> I was like, yep. I mean, it doesn't end well for Jocelyn. For the rest of us, it yeah. ended very well. <laughs> that landed for me. I don't know. I just, I love the woman who plays Jocelyn too. She does it like she can play any character. I've seen her play it in a bunch of different characters, and this is one of my favorites of hers. And she just does the part so well because when you first meet her, you think, man, she's the most normal person in this in this place, and she kind of is. But then you realize. She chose to marry Roland. Yeah. So how normal is she? But she ha- she always walks this fine line between super hyper normal and questionable. And it's so good. I love I any scene with Jocelyn in there. She's one of my favorite characters on the show. One of 
I think I have like 15 favorite characters in the show. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, what's your number seven? Mine is the voicemails to Patrick. Nice. It's just, it's so funny. It's so hilarious. I rewind it every time I watch it just so I can watch it again. First of all, I love that he's sitting in an empty storefront and a single chair with garbage around him as he's calling Patrick. I think my favorite call was right after he said, hi, David, this is Patrick. So the next call is, I called you David. That's not your name. <laughs> <laughs> but he does he does that little thing where he like when he has, he makes his voice higher, he made a character choice. Daniel Levy did to like raise his shoulders when he does it. So you're going, that's not your name. And everything about his posture and his facial expression and the tone of his voice just screamed, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> everything, everything about that was just awesome. I love the whole thing. <laughs> All right, Josh, who is your number seven? I think we're going to go with the milk gallons. <laughs> I do think that was a really, you all reminded me of this one. And, and I, I, that was a hilarious because again, when you think about it, I think what's so funny about it too, is because like we were talking about earlier, it's like, they're used to just buy stuff and it's just there. Right. You know, so they don't understand measurements. They don't no. understand. And then like you said, too, it's like, they realized there was something was wrong. I'm like, wait, is there something missing? No. <laughs> and, and it's like, what is it? It's like raw, unpasteurized, like just like, like straight from the cow. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> let me go on this journey to try to fix it. That's like, oh my so. gosh, when they got pulled over. That was so funny. It's like, what are you, what's going on? <laughs> that was Johnny's fault because Johnny's the one who looked at Alexis when she said, How much milk do you want? and then told her how much to get. I mean, I'm sorry, have you met your daughter? <laughs> to trust her to get you 12 pints of milk raw milk from somebody i mean didn't all of it get dumped too didn't they end up having to dump all 12 gallons they couldn't even salvage any of it. <laughs> yeah i think so because they weren't allowed i don't know what they were not allowed to have it or something i can't remember it's exactly legal. yeah yeah i like when they got pulled over and alexis is trying to tell them what happens if they get pulled over and how to get out of it <laughs> Johnny is absolutely horrified by the things his daughter has experienced. <laughs> oh, no. When Roland was so nervous, Johnny said his name was Jacob. I'm Jacob, too. <laughs> Isn't that the first time she brings up the, well, when I was in Dubai or whatever, was kidnapped? No, I think she brought that up within, like, one of the first two episodes. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I like that that was just a reoccurring theme on the show. It was, yeah, because even in the, later on in the season, well, when I was... <laughs> You, you heard it again. I was like, what I love about There was a scene that. when David said something about being in a truck and she went, ah, David, who hasn't? <laughs> exactly. Well, and I love the fact that it's just played very nonchalant. Like, And then none of the other characters like respond to it like, excuse me? It's like, but they probably heard it a million times. Too. Yes. <laughs> Even, I mean, David and Johnny and Moira, because I mean, Johnny and Moira were fairly uninvolved with their, with their kids before this. So when she started saying things, everyone would stop and stare at her just for like a second and then just keep talking. But they would stop what they were saying to just stare at her for a minute or two. And then she'd go, what? And then they'd just go on. All right, so my number six, <laughs> this should probably be higher. <laughs> it's the sign, the town sign. Oh boy. Roland, oh, I see the problem. That's not his wife, that's mm -hmm. his sister. So he puts up a sign. Oh. That says, don't worry, that's his sister. And then they all go back to look at it. And 
Alexis like, you know what it looks like. And Johnny said, yes, I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like. You like to think that um, he doesn't realize what's happening because he's innocent, but um, no, that that's just inept. <laughs> Things are not firing on all cylinders there. No. no. And then, do you remember, Josh doesn't, should we spoil this for Josh and what happens at the very end of the last episode? You know how it is. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. So the I last say it then. The sign, yes. <laughs> that got spoiled for me. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. I love that as they're leaving Schitt's Creek, they have changed the sign to be the faces of the roses. <laughs> yep. That is absolutely perfect. And absolutely fitting. I mean, could you imagine it any other way? No. Not right, so I liked when Johnny was talking to Ray about the sign and Ray's like, <laughs> Oh, I see it now. His shoulders are too big. <laughs> really, right? Come on. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's what it was. Then he went back and told Roland, Johnny has a problem with your family. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that's what he complained about. Absolutely. I mean, Johnny could not have been any clearer with what he thought the problem was. That's one of my favorite things about the show is Johnny is super clear He's normal, he communicates normal, and nobody, nobody ever understands what he's trying to communicate. So what is your number six, Tiffany? The housewarming party that Patrick threw when (laughs) Ted and Alexis showed up and they played spin the bottle and Ted ended up kissing David and then Alexis ended up kissing Patrick because everybody was mad at each other. It was so funny. That was hilarious. I, I will give you that. That was a very, very, and you just see how Alexis was just like getting so mad. I mean, just like everybody. Oh my gosh. That was Ted like, is everybody's friend, apparently. Oh, no joke. And, and even then she's like, he's like, he's like trying to kiss her, I guess. Right. And then she's still like, just like totally uncomfortable. And he's like, okay, fine. Go to sleep. And you think he's going to wake up and not remember anything. No, he's talking like he remembers it all. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and I love that Stevie's egging them on. Oh, yes. To the point that David had to say, we're done with you. <laughs> and I remember David was really, he was upset that, that they Patrick was willing to kiss Alexis until he saw the kiss. And then he was like, okay. And Alexis, she's so much taller than Noah, or at least she was in the heels. And I like that when she kissed him, first of all, her hands were like this, the way they usually are. And it was just like the very, very tip of her lip. And the whole time she's going, mm, I know. <laughs> She's like, yum. Yum. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I first saw that. It's so stupid. I love what they what they chose to do with the way those characters talk. I love it. <laughs> no joke. All right, what's your number six, Josh? You know, I actually I wrote this down. I had was the voicemail. Was the voicemail? Oh, the voicemail. Okay. Yeah. So my number five. <laughs> I just watched this episode the other day. Is Johnny and Moira in Bob's cabin? <laughs> they think they're in Roland's cabin and they're doing their thing like married couples do because they couldn't get Gosh, I remember this episode. And they finish yeah. and they come out <laughs> and Bob and Gwen are sitting right here on the couch. And Bob goes, Oh good, you're done. Oh Lord. <laughs> and then he's like, what are you doing here? This is Roland. No, this is my cabin. And then he said something about 
why did you want to interrupt me? And didn't Bob say, well, it sounded like you were having so much fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you were off to a slow start there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, Johnny actually had to break a window to get it in there. And then yeah. we said, no, Roland is down the, down the way around that tree on the left. Like, what tree? <laughs> Like he's he's supposed to know he's he's got to know exactly where. <laughs> I feel like that's like a a normal reaction for you yes. know. That town. It's definitely the people in that town that are weirder than Johnny. It's, it's not that it's not that Johnny's weird. Johnny has a normal sense of decorum and privacy, and it's uh, everyone else who is <laughs> unsure of what that those things mean. Okay, what is your number five, Tiffany? The enchiladas episode. <laughs> Fold in the cheese. Fold in the cheese. <laughs> That's my number one. <laughs> That's my number two. If you say fold it in one more time, in my right <laughs> those two attempts to even make something together. Apparently, what well, was because she insisted that she, it was came from the argument that um she never made anything in their entire life. Yes, I did. I made enchiladas there from first of all. Why would enchiladas be in Boira's family? Sorry, Moira is about as white as I am. So why is that a family recipe for her family? I, I have some theories, but yeah. <laughs> I have no theories that are politically correct. So. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. That's why I stopped talking. Even, I mean, and so this is, this is the way the show is created, okay? It's supposed to be this way. And I love that. <laughs> she's, he's like, what does that mean? Well, you fold it in. But I don't know how to do that. You just fold it in, and then Alonso says he calls it broken cheese, not shredded. I don't know how to fold in broken cheese that way. What is broken cheese? What is broken cheese? And, and it, they don't even call it enchiladas, right? I forget. Like, what did she say? How did she pronounce it? I can't remember. It's like, remember? Oh my gosh, I do. That was. That whole episode is more taken over by fold the cheese than the, than how what came before that. Absolutely. I think when he's leaving, she's like, "Oh great, now it's bubbling." David, oh what does yes, smell like what is burning? I know. She goes, "Oh, now there's bubbles or something like that." Just like yes, yes. I absolutely love that. And, and somebody pointed out what they were making fun of it was like the the sauce is like 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 a creamy white you know what i mean it's just like mm-hmm. what kind of enchiladas are they making it's like <laughs> what are we doing here now <laughs> no when, she, when she says that again and he she's he says if you say fold it in one more time and she says i can't do everything for you his response is well can you do one thing <laughs> it's like you're literally just reading off the paper <laughs> really? I, what was her purpose there can they not read and I I love the way they wrapped up the bit where where uh, uh what, what does he say? He goes, "Well, I think this is great. We should do this. You know, maybe what once, twice a week. Never happen again." Okay. Never happen again. It's so it's funny because like they play it off through the whole series. Like Moira, they they neglected John or they neglected David more than they neglected Alexis, but it's david that moira is the closest to and like they should they share clothes they even in the first episode when uh he was talking about how she would come and share things with him 
there's a, this the episode where she um the nude photos of her were leaked or the nude photos of her <laughs> were leaked and she looked at david and said there has come this is our relationship has come to a point as parent and son where it's become increasingly awkward and he said i wager that happened a long time ago <laughs> so, they're constantly like they're super close but it's david who's played off as like the neglected one but moira wants to hang out with david and doesn't want anything to do with alexis for the most part mm-hmm. so i love that they play doesn't that even remember her middle name <laughs> ted is the only one in the whole show who remembered what alexis middle name was poor alexis That's i love how they got her to do it though come in here and sign this Though they asked you to fill out the paperwork, and she's like, "Oh, I have to do a sign." Yes, just sign your name. All right. What is your? Uh, oh no, we just did fold it in. So, what is your number five. five? What's your number five, Josh? Five. Okay. Uh, I get number five for me, and I go. There's not a whole lot to this, but the giant painting. <laughs> that was funny. Which time uh, it comes around? Right. The exactly. The second. I'd say the first time. <laughs> But I love the fact that it's like they're expecting what they were expecting something left over, right? And then it was just that. <laughs> just the giant painting. It's like, because nobody wants it. <laughs> I love when it comes back around and he says to Stevie, this is the only thing of ours that has, hasn't been sold. And she says something along the lines of, yeah, it's weird that ginormous paintings of someone else's family, there's not a high market for it. What, what did you expect to have? Oh, and Alexis wasn't even in there. She says, that doesn't look like my heat. <laughs> Moira says, that's because you were in rehab. I wasn't in rehab. I was at rehab. So they just had Big their difference. the assistant pose for the picture. <laughs> painted Alexis's face on it. It's like, oh, that's why it looks so different. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like once they put it in the room and they leave and come back, and like, is it growing? <laughs> no, it's just that large. <laughs> I love that. And I think that that episode stuck out to me. I mean, at least the giant painting thing did, because it kind of reminded me of a year of the life with Gilmore Girls, you know, yep. with the big giant painting. And I was like, oh, that's funny. You know, it's like, that's a good gag, you know? And the great, like, at least in a year of the life, Emily gave the wrong dimensions. Sure. These people meant to have this giant-sized <laughs> picture of themselves. <laughs> oh, boy. I love that. So my number four is David and Stevie Stoned when he was they were in was it next to her cousin's room and they were just ripped on his stuff and then they were wearing his david was actually and i think the reason i like it so much is because david was wearing a trucker hat and these glasses and that is david rose would not be caught dead in that if he was in a normal mental state there's no oh. way and then stevie keeps falling off the bed and david can't stand up straight <laughs> and then there was another was there another time where they did that when he had gloves on because I think he was cleaning the room and Stevie was like, I found this under a bed. Do you want do you want some? And he was like, that's gross. And yes, I'd <laughs> like to very much, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's got spunk. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, what's your number four? My four was the town sign, so I'll do one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Speaking of the smoking, I thought it was really hilarious when the roses and the ships smoked together at their luau party. Oh, yeah. party. So- <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> Having like deep conversations with each other. It's actual. Didn't Roland say something like, what? So he's only in love with garages or something like that? Something off the wall crazy like that. Jocelyn, a queer fetish. That's what he said. Yes. But, yeah, that's what I was, yeah. 
And Jocelyn said, I'm sure at your fancy hoity-toity parties you didn't have illegal substances. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moira says, illegal substances, amateurs. <laughs> I can't cool. do her I can't do her accent justice, but I keep trying to do it because I can't say a Moira. I don't know if you guys find yourself like relaying these scenes to people, but I do all the time. And I can't not try to say it in their voices. I can't. Because that's what it is. It's it's more than a scene. These are more than just scenes. Like these are actually yeah. like them saying it, speaking it. It's still weird to me when I hear any one of them give an interview and that's they're like talking like the roses. Like what? Oh, that's right. That's just a, well, that's not actually who you are. I agree because it's like I, I whenever I see more, I always originally thought of you know Home Alone. Alone. You know what I mean? It's like that's what I'm going for. I'm like I'm waiting for her to yell Kevin, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know but no it, it's hilarious uh, that it, it's almost like it's like a a faux transatlantic mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like i love it absolutely she even i think she was asked that once where her accent came from and i think she's what it was model after and she said oh it's not model after anything it's just something i came up with it's, <laughs> it's because it literally sounds like no other language and no other accent it's just there's just something Catherine O'Hara is like you know what i'm just gonna do it this way <laughs> I mean, that shows you what kind of people they are, too. And I think the other cool thing about the show, now that we're talking about I just want to mention, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara have been friends for decades. And I think, isn't Catherine O'Hara David's godmother, or Daniel's godmother? I'm pretty sure she's, I think she's Daniel Levy's godmother. So it's it's cool that, because Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara played husband and wife on another show years ago. Oh, wow. So it was kind of cool to see them brought back, and it's. I think that's why it works so well. And that's one of the on one of the interviews. That's what Daniel Levy said is that they they all are just so comfortable with each other that everything just flowed right, and that gave them the, the creative power to do whatever they wanted to do without being like mocked or singled out or anything. So that was. Like, I that think that's why she was able to do that. All right. So what is your number four, Josh? Okay, my number four, and this one y'all remind me of is the makeup suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because one, what are you doing giving somebody a gift like that too? And then she puts like, like a whole bunch of, <laughs> that was a good, it was like a good gag. I, I really liked that. It was like, I love the way it was introduced because she goes up to Alexis and says, I value your opinion. So I'm going to ask you. And Alexis says, so David was in his room and I'm the only one here to ask. <laughs> and then it was, and then she said, um, how did she word it? She said, do my looks offend people or turn people away? <laughs> and Alexis goes, oh, did someone tell you about your posture? <laughs> and Stevie said, what? Oh, those flannel shirts. What? Okay, why don't you just tell me what it is? <laughs> That's where we find out that Johnny is the worst gift giver in the world because for David's bar mitzvah, bought him a basketball court or had a basketball court made for him. <laughs> I mean, I would have appreciated the basketball court, but yeah, not for my man's fun. <laughs> not for David Rose. I know. <laughs> he, she said the only redeeming thing about it was they all had to watch him try to make baskets until it bounced on the end of the face, but it was okay because what he really wanted was a nose job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it. But Stevie, I mean, she had that green eyeshadow from all the way up to her eyebrow. Bright line green eyeshadow. And then just circles right here on the, just right here. Oh my God. Like it wasn't even like peach or like soft pink. It was like red. We, I don't think people give Stevie enough credit. No, she's, at all. I love Stevie. She's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Like, seriously, you get the person that doesn't wear a stitch of what? makeup the entire time you've known her? A suitcase. A suitcase. 
as, as normal as Johnny is and as good as he is in social situations, he does not truly understand personality differences. No, no. At all. Because he understands sales. He understands how to get people what they want, for the most part. But he does not understand He just assumes that every female must want this. Every guy must want a basketball court. Every girl must want makeup. That speaks to why his kids are the way they are, maybe. I just went deep. Never mind. <laughs> uh, my number three is the Alibu rep scene. Anybody remember that? When they had, uh, it's Moira's friend who um, has started this company, Alibu. It's a makeup company. It's an MLM. And <laughs> Moira and David decide, okay, we're going to sell this to these people in this town because these people surely don't know anything about makeup or hair products or anything really good. And I like when they're watching the training video and she keeps saying, and here are my tips and tricks. And then David gets his notebook out and then she starts talking, where are the tips and tricks? She's been talking for five minutes about nothing. Just keeps telling us this. And, but when we see the bloopers from this scene are really funny too. But she, when she comes in there with those people and she says, David, you're supposed to have this dumb cleaned up. And it's all these Ali Wu products everywhere. And as they're trying to schmooze these people, they all find out. I'm a district rep. I'm an executive rep. I did this and I did Alibu who's been through there like four different times already. I love it. I love it. But in the bloopers for that scene, Catherine O'Hara cannot keep a straight face because of the color of David's skin and the way he's talking about the products. That's funny. That is real funny. I know. I love that too because it was like unexpected. But it's like you get these pyramid schemes and it's like it's always that way. And you end up doing it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we got that too. <laughs> Easy money. Exactly. Sure it is. All right, Tiffany, what is your number three? I like when Jocelyn goes into labor. Whoever <laughs> <Laura> makes <laughs> Jocelyn drive herself to the hospital oh while she's in the back seat. <laughs> she calls Alexis and says, "We're on. I'm late, and it's because I'm on my way to the hospital. Jocelyn gave birth. Okay." And then she, Alexis says, "Wait, Jocelyn's driving? Of course she is. She knows I'm a nervous wreck." <laughs> <laughs> You can just hear poor Jocelyn in the front seat driving while having a contraction. <laughs> That's it for normally. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was an amazing scene. And the fact that Jocelyn is just so Jocelyn that she did it. I mean, there's no way I'd be willing to consent to that. Unless I was the only one there, I guess. And if I had to be consented, if I, if I did have to drive myself, Sorry, you are not getting in my car. You refuse to drive for me. You are not getting in this car. I could not have drove myself. The pain I was in on the hour-long drive from my house to the hospital, I about broke the door handle. It was so, yeah, my hospital was an hour from my house. Oh, my. Holy It was my own fault because I was in labor all day. Oh, well, yeah. My water didn't break until, like, 5 in the evening. So I (laughs) had been in labor for, like, 12 hours. And then as soon as I went to grab my bag to go get in the car, I just sat down for a second to relax, stood up. Oh, there's my water. Oh, <laughs> oh there's the pain. <laughs> a lot of pain. <laughs> Could not have dropped. <laughs> I mean, what do you do when those contractions come? Like, huh, my contractions, I don't know about you, but every time I had a contraction, my eyes would close. Oh, yeah. squeeze my eyes open. Like, so Jocelyn is driving, keeping her eyes open and just, and just yeah. screaming. <laughs> Push the pedal a little faster. <laughs> it great if Moy would have been like, didn't she say something about Jocelyn? I'm on the phone or something like that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, Josh, what's your number three? So my number three is going to be Mora not being dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And I love this because it's like the whole town like thinks she's dead, right? You know what I mean? It's like it's funny because like she comes in and everybody's gathering there and and she's like does her little, you know, entrance and everything else like that. And they're like crying. And it's like you really not and I'm thinking, did you not see her maybe a few minutes ago? You know? It's like, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. And then the when she's all dressed up, you know, expecting the press and everything else. <laughs> it took like three hours to get ready, and there was another news story that popped up in the middle of it. <laughs> and it was like, okay. And then what did she say? Something like, like, well, you know, one always misdressed for dinner or something like that. <laughs> 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 oh, I just watched that scene the other day too. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. It's just like I think it was kind of funny because it was cool because it's kind of like she's back in her element again. Like she was like she knows what to do. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, yep. it's normal. You know, it's like this is good press. <laughs> they're sitting in the room, Alexis and David and Moira, and they're all eating all the things that have been sent to them. And Johnny's like, "Well, should we send this back?" And they all just stared at him like, what? I think Moira's response was, it's all perishable, Johnny. (laughs) 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 All right, so my number two is uh, Moira auditioning for the Jazz of Gals. Oh, boy. With the scats. And since we already talked about that a little bit, I'm going to go to an honorable mention. And I'm going to say the Crow premiere that Alexis organized. (laughs) They They let live crows loose at the premiere i think that what is that season six is that season five five or <laughs> no that's six. i was just watching that one before we got Josh on doesn't see that. i but haven't she, seen that moira actually gets a movie deal and alexis she alexis convinces moira to plan the premiere in schitt's creek for this movie and they, just, they let a bunch of live crows loose <laughs> and they attacked everybody it's fantastic, it's fantastic. all right oh. tiffany what is your number two the wine tasting with David and Moira <laughs> is my number two. I mean, I just crack up every single time I watch that. It's so, so hilarious watching those two together pretending to be drunk. Well, did, no, they, they may actually have actually been drunk. Been drunk so. <laughs> they didn't start off that way, but they kept drinking and the more they drank, the better the wine tasted. I love it. And then they were like, the strawberry was great. There wasn't a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> He just wanted it to be. <laughs> I mean, fruit wine, it sounds good in concept, but then you actually think about what, I mean, like, yeah, wine comes from grapes and it's, but to just take like banana and like all these other weird fruits that he had, and it doesn't sound like the process was very good behind it. So just poor, poor Myro is used to alcohol for sure, but much more expensive wine and spirits than what she had there it's just it's just hilarious every time she asked to drink it because her and david had the exact same facial expression every time they took a drink of the wine mm. have you ever had discussed. a glass of wine that's actually got uh that was actually fermented from bananas no oh it's interesting uh, i don't i don't recommend it <laughs> i uh, think interesting is the word that david said <laughs> yeah it, the, it the sounds terrible they said it was a it was a grape blend but it had a, a a banana as part of the fermentation process. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Why though? Why? It, it gave it a earthy kind of <laughs> body to it, and it's a sampler. That's it. You you want a sample? You don't want a glass. No. I want anyone to sample. taste earthy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. 
It smells well, good, but no. <laughs> that's wasn't that how they were judging the wines in the end was based on how they smelled. <laughs> that's perfect. Because they were they couldn't keep drinking. It was even when they were drunk, it tasted disgusting. It tasted better than when they started, but even when they were drunk, it was disgusting. I mean, banana. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> no. Poor no. herbs. Like you've tasted every wine we have, and you couldn't pick one. And David's like, I like radish. There's no radish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, what's your number two? My number two was the folding cheese. I just the, the I think that was hilarious. Folding the cheese. That oh, was just, folding the cheese. Yeah, I whole, thought you said foley cheese. And I was like, what? No, no, no. Folding cheese. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I was I thought you were trying to pronounce the word foliage the way Moira would do it. And I was trying to do <laughs> that happened and that's I couldn't. Fair. Uh, actually, I'm sure there's probably somewhere where she actually said. probably is. Well, that was my number one, so I'm going to pick an honorable mention for my next one. Uh, <laughs> let me look at the list here. Oh, I'm going to do David and the Amish. And that started with the brown bag that Moira was missing, and she's just screaming. She just, but she doesn't, Moira doesn't even scream normal. It's not like one solid scream. It's, ah, ah, ah. like, it's just, <laughs> It's like a pulsating, high-pitched, super loud scream. And everyone's like, what's wrong? And she says, my brown bag is missing. And Johnny says, is it that right there? And she says, that is ostrich! Because David took a brown bag and got a ride with a pickup truck to get out of town because they were supposed to have sold the town. And the guy died before he got oh, over. So David got mad. He left. And when they show up to pick him up, he's in the field with this black outfit on and like this feather hood and he's just holding a giant pitchfork and when they show up there it's your mother he's it's just like, vibing you know he's just there vibing just being him i love it i remember that his response was yeah why did it take you three days no one knew where you were david and his response was i texted alexis oh <laughs> Her response was, what? Like, I don't respond to one text, David. Like, this might have been an important text to respond to of all the texts you got from him. Maybe this is the one you tell somebody. Just I love that. Didn't the Amish want to kick him out? Like, they couldn't, they couldn't handle David anymore. Yeah, they had to get him to go. Point. Yeah, and then I think that was, I remember that because I remember it was so funny because, like, he was just, like, like, like we're, this is my life now like he was like a part of it it was just like we're vibing we're living and everything and they're like yeah this guy's gotta go <laughs> which is funny because i don't think the amish would really actually kick somebody out like that but uh, maybe not <laughs> the episode where he says he complains about having to ride in the back of a pickup truck and that's when alexis says who hasn't been shoved in a trunk before like <laughs> yes exactly exactly <laughs> All right, Tiffany, what's your number one? My number one is the last episode, the happy ending episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just so funny. And poor Patrick, he's just so sweet and what's the word I'm looking for? Innocent? Yeah. Blind, maybe. <laughs> it took me a while to get that. I didn't understand. And it took me like, it took me a couple of days because my husband wouldn't outright tell me what it was. I was like, but I don't get it. It's just so funny. And Patrick's like, all I did was give him an 
envelope full of cash and tell him to take good care of you. <laughs> and I see now how he could have interpreted that differently. <laughs> you oh, think? I- <laughs> what is what's your number one, Josh? Okay, my number one is the commercial. Morris commercial. Again, back with the wine. I just it, it was it was a callback to the I Love Lucy Vitamina Vegemin, you know. I it, but it was done so well. And I mean it's like she's slipping up on all the little all the little things. And then, you know, at the end where she's like, herb, whatever, and then she just cusses and it's just like this perfect absolute unexpected completely warranted just perfectly placed i i loved it i just thought it was so good i mean doesn't it was, she just say oh f and just <laughs> it was just like no but i think she like mixed it in with his name too and it, oh god it was it was beautiful it was such a wonderful such a wonderful scene i mean it's just like hilarious but i can imagine it was probably pretty fun to to <laughs> film <laughs> the bloopers for that scene are real funny <laughs> She even says her own name wrong. <laughs> yes, no, I know. That was the that was the beautiful thing about it. It was like she even I love in the tent when she goes into her trailer and Johnny has to come and help her out. Yeah, she can't get out there and do it, and she's completely hammered. And she's like, "I think I used to have a drinking problem." Or no, she's like, "Did I have a drinking problem?" <laughs> I think Johnny said something about just between seasons three and four. Yeah, that's all. But but it's so funny because it's like you know it's like you want to see them succeed because it's like hey you're back in your element you know you can do this don't mess this okay <laughs> or her just kept coming back for more beatings from Moira over and over again I love it in the bloopers for that she goes to like grab the wine and she can't find the wine so it looks like she's already drunk that <laughs> but they have to keep doing the scene again because she keeps like forgetting where the wine glass is placed before she picks it up i love it it was so well done it was so well done i i, I think if, if that was happening in real life uh, you, you just cut that commercial together it's <laughs> not let it run <laughs> absolutely be, i mean i would i would want to go drink that brand just because of that commercial. yeah yeah, absolutely. You know, you'd buy that, or and you wouldn't forget that commercial either. <laughs> like we were looking, I was looking for some vendors for our convention, and one of them said, <laughs> "I was looking at their corporate headquarters number, and it said intergalactic headquarters." Like, right? I like you. Let's let, <laughs> let's try to work together. The weirder you are, the more I want to work with you. I like that. I like that. You won't forget it. No. All right. So Tiffany and I have some honorable mentions. We're not going to go into detail on these scenes, although one I'm going to go into detail on, just one, just one of mine. So Tiffany, pick one that you want to go into detail on. Uh, but I added a few since we started. So Tiffany, I'm going to let you do your honorable mentions first, and I'll cross my. Oh, I thought you were frozen. You and Josh can sit so ridiculously still. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> Louie, hello. We have I to be statues. Louis. All right, I'm going to let you go first, Tiffany, and then I'll cross out the ones that you do on my list. You can give a little context between them if you want, but we just won't go into The friends and family opening. Oh, yeah. Soft launch, whatever you call it. Theory. Yeah, that was really funny. The, just <laughs> David just walking up into the store and a whole huge line of people wrapped around the corner of the building. <laughs> like, they're like cursing at him and he's like, this is my store. Okay, what's that one? Moira and Roland waking up in bed together. Oh gosh. 
What he says something like, "What I do in my sheets is my prerogative." Yep. Or what like. I do under my sheets is my business. <laughs> <laughs> something he would say. He's like, "Come on, bro." <laughs> oh my gosh! The robbery at Rose Apothecary, where oh god, where Alex or not Alexis, uh, Stevie and David just fill the bags <laughs> with like wine and cheese and. Top and odd for Robert. <laughs> I love it. Don't have any cash in the register. <laughs> the I only forgot thing about that is like I feel like we did something wrong. It's like, oh uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just watching them try to explain it to not only Patrick but the police. It's like you realize as you're talking what you did wrong, right? <laughs> I love Patrick and Ronnie's little back and forth mm-hmm. together when they were, she was renovating their bathroom in the store. Oh gosh, yes. that was <laughs> and then it was like the next episode that was the baseball game. So <laughs> She's like, I want to beat him so bad. He looks like a thumb. <laughs> I can't lose to him. He looks like a giant thumb. <laughs> and then when she's like, so you know what's do you know who's up next? You're down by this. It's this evening. Do you know who's up? You know it's David. <laughs> Her cackle. Ronnie's cackle is like one of the, my favorite sounds from Shit's Creek. The turkey hunt <laughs> that David went on with everybody. Wow. Poor David. We got and then he shot it. And he's like, so what do we do? Just sit and wait for his turkey family to come by and shoot all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Okay. <laughs> when she asked him, have you ever shot a gun before? And he's like, no. Well, Elton used to have a hunt. <laughs> I don't go to Elton John's to go on turkey. That man never went on a turkey hunt for anything ever. He never shot anything. That's funny. Or go to some others. The Larry Air commercial that <laughs> Alexis was trying to get Moira to do. <laughs> she just walked out of it. So that Alexis was attempting Moira's accent. It was so bad. So bad. So bad. Um, the pig farm at their trying to find a venue for their wedding was another place. I don't remember that. It was the first place they visited with Stevie and Alexis, and they fell in love with it, but it was too expensive. Oh. So the first Sunday of every month, they give a really drastic discount because the pig farm right up the road slaughters all their pigs no. it was just this noise of the pigs <laughs> screaming in the background and then when they get home later they're offered pork chops <laughs> like, no, we're good thanks i'll never eat ham or bacon again ever. no pork right, oh. pick a couple, just pick just a couple others to say those are all of mine okay. <laughs> Making me look real bad here. <laughs> I have so many more. I don't know. I'm going to narrow it down. Well, we had a couple of doubles, so I had to end up swapping mm-hmm. some. <laughs> okay. One of mine is <laughs> David pees the bed. Oh. I'm feeling that good vibe for the number one spot. When David wakes up, he's like, what's that? Something's in her bed. Something's in her bed. <laughs> and then it's like, Patrick said, what is it? Nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> 
sits down on it later on and there's plastic wrap on the bed. But the best part about this episode is that Moira accidentally live streams the conversation with David about peeing his bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, the other one is, do you remember when Bob showed up to the Tropical Cafe in all leather? Trying to get back on Gwen's good side. But part of that for me is not only Bob and leather, not only Bob and leather trying to explain to people why Gwen is rejecting him, but Bob and leather trying to explain that while doing his Bob walk. <laughs> it's the walk for, I love Bob because of his walk. It is so amazing. I, like, I just want to go places like that now. Uh, Moira and Johnny trying to buy a car. Oh, yes. And she makes up that entire character. Oh, God. That was classic. That was beautiful. <laughs> the guy's eventually like, so I'm sorry, where are you from? And Johnny says, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Moira responds with, I'm from London. And then that tells her all stops, right? And I love that <laughs> David is harassing her about her outfit. She says, it's your outfit, David. Okay, I'm going to go with my last one I'll mention, and I have like 30 others, is going to be the, the Christmas party thing that they did, the dancing on the stage, when David had his hair combed down this way instead of up fancy, and they're singing, and Alexis leans over to Patrick and says, they did this every year. Oh, the what do they call it? The, uh, oh, they had a specific something name for it. Extravaganza. Oh! Something like that. Yeah, it, it was the performance or the... Oh, ah, yeah, I know. Which, oh, that that was funny. That was just funny. Moira and poor David singing so off key. It's amazing. I love it. There's not anything. And then it. David even has the audacity to say to Patrick during the cabaret when he walks in on them after they're you know when they're practicing behind Moira's back, and he says, "I wasn't embarrassed by that, but I expected to be." I'm sorry. Did you see the Christmas thing that you did before? You have the right <laughs> to think that you were going to be embarrassed by Patrick dancing and singing when you look like a crazy person up there that is awesome they also did it in the middle of june and it was a christmas performance that just didn't help <laughs> what was canceled why why did they do it there was something that was canceled wasn't there my room yeah, something for the jazz of gals i just like their expressions sure. whenever that happens okay i'm gonna say one more just one more and it's bob and um johnny in the garage when Bob is like, I have that. I heard you were looking for office space. I have some office space. <laughs> he goes in there and he's like, yeah, so it, it, Johnny says something like, I don't see a room for a chair. And he's like, oh yeah, there is. Sure. If you take those papers and you file them and you move that over there, <laughs> this here. He's like, I don't work for you, Bob. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, if you want room for a chair, you're going to have to do this. <laughs> when he walks away, he says, no, I'm not telling you what to do, but we open at eight. Be great if you'd be here on time. Bob <laughs> 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 walk away. <laughs> oh but my! His bagel idea was a really good idea. I just, I think it was. I thought it was a great idea, and he did not seem very impressed by it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Bob get mad at him once because someone came in with a break job? He's like, I didn't look at it. Bob's like, Why? Why would why would you look at it? I can't afford to lose customers. <laughs> no. Maybe if you were in your office every once in a while, Bob. <laughs> he sold the three hundred and fifty dollar. He sold a Buick for three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it was just there to get fixed up. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, that's hilarious. Uh, you know, honestly, with this show, there was. I think that there is literally a scene from every episode multiple scenes from every episode 
that we could put on our list. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, we could do that all year long and just put on an episode for every episode of Shit's Creek and mm-hmm. have plenty to talk about in an hour. I really, I really genuinely think we could do that. I, I think what I like about this, and I'll say this kind of funny or kind of, kind of carefully here, but what I like about this show is everything there's such audacity to a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. but i think what makes it funnier is there's a whole heap and spoonful of truth yeah. to like every gag like it's because you know it's like sometimes you see something happen so outrageous but you're like you know what uh yeah that or something similar has actually happened before <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's what makes this show so great. You know, it's just like, as I say, I don't mean to say like, there's, there's no place like that, but you know, <laughs> I agree completely. I mean, you look at the episode where Johnny thought Alexis was pregnant. I mean, that's a legitimate reaction. I mean, Moira's reaction was a little over the top that, you know, we can't afford a baby right now. <laughs> I, that was like, that was a kind of honest reaction for a father to have, but it just made it so funny that it was, this whole dynamic that's entered into it. I think they take real things and they enter a whole new dynamic on top of it. And then they widen that out to include more people. I mean, that's yeah. we're built for relationships. And this show is a largely about relationships as yeah. much as it's about comedy, but it's just is watching. And it's what you see in the show. That's an extremely brilliant. I mean, it really, I really would call it brilliant. Oh, without absolutely. exaggeration. This brilliant comedy. You get to watch all these characters grow in the midst of all the silly and ridiculous. But I mean, you look at David from episode one and David from the final episode, he's not terribly different. He just cares more about people. Yeah. And I mean, but he's still it, David Rose. Exactly. And I mean, and, and they've gotten to the point where I mean, look at their opening the apothecary. Of course, obviously, he's got a lot of help with that. But you know, you see character development, you know what I mean? In, yeah. in a normal, in a normal way. I, I really feel like, you know, we like to laugh at ourselves, right? You know what I mean? That's what, what, what makes it funny. That's why shows like America's Funniest Home Videos have lasted for so long, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I feel like when you can find that perfect combination of of a, a little bit of reality, oh, heck of a lot of, you know, funny and exaggeration, and you just mix it together, it's just a perfect storm. It's just, yeah. It's a, yeah. I agree with that completely. I love it. And even like as we're sitting, like we talked about earlier, like as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of a bunch more scenes that I should have mentioned, but I didn't mention yet. Oh gosh! I'm like I could just I could just keep going and going and going and going, but we're gonna stop here to save our listeners from having to listen to <laughs> 700 hours of a show that you should already know is brilliant. And if you have not seen Shit's Creek, watch it. It's on Netflix. I think it's being removed in September, so I get on it. It's, and the seasons are short. There's only six, and there's like what ten episodes a season? Yeah, I believe eight. No, I think there's at least 10, I think. 10, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think I think because they were short. I was always when a season would end, I would always get sad because I knew how many seasons there were. And then they were all so short. <laughs> no, but don't do that. So go back and watch it. Join our Shits Creek group on Facebook. It's Shits Creek Rose Family Fan Club. Uh come on over there. Let's start some conversations. Tell us what your favorite scenes are. If you if you don't think we added the right ones to our list, or if there's some huge ones we missed, tell us because honestly, I'd like to laugh. And as I read your comments of you should have said this show or you should have done this. I'm going to laugh a lot. So tell us, please, in the comments, what, what scenes would be in your top 10 funniest list. So check out our Wednesday episode where we're talking about Teen Wolf. We are talking our top 10 best moments of Teen Wolf. So check that out. And again, if you haven't watched Teen Wolf, you can go find that. I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu um, or Netflix. 
some one of those two because i watch it or i did watch it so check out one of those if you want to be prepared otherwise we'll just tell you how great these characters are how great these scenes are so that'll be top 10 moments and um are our favorite moments top 10 of our favorite moments and then uh we'll be back with our gilmore girls debate starting Ooh. next week one week from today will be episode one of our gilmore's talk josh is our resident team jess fan so he will be on that one for sure and it's jess first next week sunday followed by logan on wednesday i'm sure we'll talk about dean somewhere in there but i mean it's dean come on say poor dean <laughs> so what we need you to do as we need you to watch those next week's episodes, prepare your arguments, because at the end of our season on September 11th, we're going to do a live episode where we hash this out on, on live air, okay? So watch those episodes, get your arguments ready, and get ready to call in because we are going to hash it out, and we're going to find out that Logan is the victor. All right, so on that note, we'll see you in a week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>